run me over. Go ahead. I know you want to. You might as well. <laughs> just feel so sorry for Edgar. He should just shut his fucking mouth because he's not funny. Your homophobic jokes are way more like, like, you know. They're heartwarming. Right. And they, they, (laughs) I would, they would make, they would make anybody feel better. Tell him, Steve, Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell Him Steve Dave. I am here with Walt, and I am here with Frank Five. That's right, no BQ this week. He's off gallivanting, doing Thanksgiving-related stuff. I think he got his uh, he got his hand stuck up a turkey's asshole trying to get the apple, so he won't be in. And I feel like uh, Frank today. I feel like we're operating with a low-energy Walt Flanagan. Is that true? Well, I mean, it's <laughs> you know, it's as you get older, it's harder to get to you know get the tryptophan out of your system after you know gouging on uh, turkey for two mm-hmm. straight days. You know, the leftovers. That's where it is. So it's it's hitting you. Oh yeah, I had like so much turkey even before I got here today. You had turkey before you? Oh yeah, really. Yeah, I've been eating the leftovers and everything. Like so, yeah, I'm all, I'm all tripped to fan down. That's that's the name of the chemical, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, huh. so yeah, lift me. Yeah, it's all right. So let's bring the energy. You bring the energy up, Frank. It's infectious. Me? You're yeah. looking at me to bring any energy up? <laughs> we were doing a podcast just before we started this, and Walt fell asleep during it. Well, I wasn't on. You it. were not. Yeah, it's not like I fell. It's not like I was recording and fell asleep. Yeah, that, make it, that sounds really weird. Yeah, that sounds uh, bad for you. Yeah, <laughs> he, he really can't handle his turkey. <laughs> turkey for you. I, 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 I wasn't. I, I I just was. I didn't realize I fell asleep. I was just on my phone. The next thing I know. Uh, you know, people are nudging. You got Alex be like, wake up, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how was your Thanksgiving? Was it nice and smooth? Nice and quiet. Yeah. Very quiet. Had turkey, uh, of course, and mashed potatoes and All the Pepsi. staples. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need. Those are the three. You had Pepsi? Pepsi, yes. I had Pepsi this year. Why? I don't know. The wife just brought home Pepsi, and it was a nice change of pace. Hadn't had it in a while. There you go. What about you, Frank? No Pepsi for you. It no looks Pepsi. like you're I looking like down your nose at, at Walt yeah. for drinking Pepsi. Yeah, I'm surprised. I like Coke. I like Coke. But we did. We went to my aunt's house. This was the first year that we didn't have to go to multiple houses. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we just had to go to one house, and it was nice because we got to stay the entire time and didn't have to rush to go to a, a different place. So it was a lot of fun. We, it was it was a callback to the old Thanksgivings because we had so many people at my aunt's house. There was like 20 people. So we had a kid's table, and then we had a medium kid's table, and then an older person table. Right. And it was nice to see the little kids running around the house screaming and so on. You like that? Yeah. Now, yeah. what were the tables again? Uh, the little kids' table. Yeah. And then we had the middle kids' table. Yeah. And then the adult table. Oh, they said there was there was three different ages for the adults, young yeah. adults, <laughs> middle aged adults, and old adults. No, oh, we okay. didn't have that they many people. nine tables in the <laughs> fucking house. Yeah, I made I made the adult table this year, so that was nice. This is the first year. No, no, I've done it. Let's see. After a couple of relatives died a couple of years ago, I got bumped up. <laughs> that's the only way. You, that's the only <laughs> that, that was the only way we moved up. <laughs> they didn't just leave the seat empty. 
No. They let Can you, you fill it. I'm still at the kids' table and it's empty <laughs> chair over there. We, uh, and by we, I mean pretty much Mary Beth hosted for the first time this year. And she made a lot. Like it was only, it was me, Mary Beth, Sage, uh, Pam and Edgar, my sister, Darren and his girlfriend. And then eventually my nephew and his girlfriend showed up. So it was really only eight people the whole time, but she made food for like 18, I would say. So we have a lot of shit. So left people over. didn't take it home with them, you know. They know Nobody would take it. anything home. I thought for sure, like my nephew, because he like he lives with. He is like literally. I'm not exaggerating. He's like what six roommates or something like that. Uh, six roommates. He lives down in Asbury Park. So I'm like, well, they they must need food and shit, you know. But they're like, no, no, we got our Thanksgiving coming up Saturday, so we got we don't even have any room in the refrigerator. You know, Pam and Edgar are old, so they're not going to really eat that much. He can't handle the tryptophan either at this point, at this stage of his life? I don't think so because all he wanted to do was leave. (laughs) 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 He he got there around like – I mean, and in fairness to him, it was kind of late. He got there around 1 o'clock and uh, we needed a TV hung. So him and – he and Darren, my brother Darren, got them to to work and uh, Mm -hmm. they put up the TV. And he hung around for a little while and then by – you know, we ate and I think by 6 o'clock – he was like, "Look, I'm out." It still um, gave five hours. I think yeah. it. I think it was fine, but yeah. Pam was giving him such a hard time about leaving. Yeah, how much more time do you need? Do you need? Does Dad need to put in? I mean, at this point, and he's like, "I don't fucking feel well." He's, <laughs> like, he's like, "I don't feel well," you know. Um, but then Pam is like, "She's so weird. Like she, she drinks wine for this shit called prosecco. She's big into this a new thing. Drinking? <laughs> yeah. No. No." No, she's she's drank for years. Not to excess, but like on holidays and shit, it seems like – or if like there's a gathering, it seems like she doesn't know her limit. So like this is one of those occasions where like I can tell she's drinking too much because she and my sister start bickering over like the stupidest shit. Like they were arguing at one point over my sister being annoyed that she was forced to paint her room yellow when she was young. <laughs> Like, you know, in grade school or whatever. Meanwhile, the house is so small, my parents were sleeping on a fucking fold-out couch because we had, like, four people and only three bedrooms. So, like, I got a bedroom, my sister got a bedroom, and then Eric and Darren shared a bedroom. And then my parents slept on a fold-out couch for years. No mention of that. Just a mention of the fucking color not being to her liking. Uh, But, like, shit like that. Like, little petty, bitter shit from fucking years ago. It seems like those two always... You think it's the, uh, the wine that brings that out? Oh, in vino veritas, as the Latins say. Yes. <laughs> I don't speak Latin. What is that? From mean? wine comes truth. <laughs> oh, well, that's what it's truth, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's all truth. I think like they're all resentments and shit. I was like, I wish they would just shut up. Like, I, I wish they would just stop fucking arguing about like the most meaningful. Like, because they think it's. I believe that they think it's funny. They think it's entertaining. Like, Who are they entertaining? Like, like, like uh, Brian looks bored. Let's let's argue. <laughs> yeah, no, not me. I, I don't think it's me. I think like uh, well, uh, Edgar. <laughs> Who are they putting this show on for? Yeah, I don't. I mean, probably Mary Beth would be like since she's new. She's newer, you know. Like I, I think that the. I wasn't Oh, uh, she wasn't allowed to leave the the kitchen. Well, she's trying to like make dinner, and my mother is has asked so many times, like, "Is there anything I can do? Is there anything I can do?" And she's like, she's fucking seventy six now. She's like very hunched over. She's like one of those hunched over old ladies now. 
so it's like, no, just sit down, relax, like have your hen party, drink your fucking wine, argue about paint color, whatever the fuck it is you're going to do. Just, you know, stay out of the kitchen. And I like, I, I'm, I'm doing stuff. I'm trying to help out Mary Beth because we have like the dining room where Mary Beth went all fancy and set out like those, um, like, you know, in a buffet, they have those silver chafing dishes, things like that. They have the fire underneath. And keep it really hot. How many buffets do you think I attend? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But you know what I'm talking about, right? No, I know. You never saw one? Uh, what saw is like it? This, those, those like chafing dishes, like those silver trays. Oh, yeah. They put like a little like – Put a little uh, candle yeah, in Yeah, there. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I thought you were talking like real silver. Like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Fancy. Yeah, the, the china like and the – so- buffet Flanagan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like all that stuff is out. I'm trying to set up the water to heat up the water to fucking keep the, all the shit hot, all that stuff. And I keep going back into the the kitchen and Pam is like in the – you know the way the kitchen is set up. There's like the little dining area type place and then there's like the – with the sink and all that mm-hmm. area. Pam will not stop going over by Mary Beth who's trying to cut up beans and shit. She won't stop going over there and like basically – dude, when I tell you she was 10 to 12 inches away talking to Mary Beth while she's like – she has her cornered. And she's like just rattling on and on and on about like this Amazon package she got. But like they said they delivered it, but they didn't really deliver it. So she called and complained. And then she goes on to say how they delivered it the second time. And it wasn't UPS or, or FedEx. The, the Amazon people brought it. And just going on and on and on. And I'm laughing because I think it's funny watching Mary Beth try to deal with all this shit. Uh, but then when it comes time for Edgar to leave, it's like he's been there five hours, which I think is fine. He, he's like, look, I want to get out of here. Pam doesn't want to leave. She wants to keep partying and hanging out with Darren. And like she's far more social. Can't somebody bring mom home and let dad go? That seemed to be the easy solution, right? That's what was that's what was suggested at first. Yeah, I'll take I'll drive mom home. Go ahead, Edgar. Go go home, Rat. Go, you know, do whatever you're gonna do and I'll bring her home later. Right. So no, that's – Did that not go over? That's, that's what was suggested and that's what was worked out eventually. But Pam can't just say like, yeah, that's a good idea. You want to go home? Yeah, I want to hang out. You know, we've been together for fucking 50 years. It's enough already. She's got to be the martyr. She's got to be the martyr. Yeah. She's got to She's got to be like, um, yeah, but but then I feel bad, you know, like because what if he needs something Could you ima- sick like, and yeah, all Could you imagine well, how, how awful it would be if, if Edgar gets a couple hours of, a, <laughs> of peace and quiet? Without the fun, <laughs> listening to the fucking hen party? <laughs> That's what he's thankful for. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that if like he had just like maybe two or three hours of, of not having someone in his ear? I, I think he was imagining it. He was at least <laughs> trying to fucking imagine it, but it wasn't happening. And then so like it's finally Pam agrees. Finally we talk to her, you know, like talk her into it. And then what's up? You missed her. Uh, <laughs> it's like you missed her. Edgar like was getting his coat and then she grabbed her coat and then she's, you know, has that like pissy face and is like, do you want me to leave or can I stay? To me, like, oh my god! She's getting so over dramatic. She runs out and like lays down in the driveway so so Edgar can't leave for like a protest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just run me over. Go ahead. I know you want to. You might as well. <laughs> yeah. So it's finally. So she like, of course, Mary Beth is gonna be like, well, we want you to stay. Just stay. Like, just stop being such a fucking dramatic baby about it and just stay. So she finally decides she's going to stay and then Edgar has to say, he's like, well, I guess I'll just go home alone then. Now he's breaking balls. Mm. But he – in 50 years, he hasn't figured out 
Pam is is a fucking kindred soul. If if Pam were a guy, she'd be Mike Zepsik. All right, she can't take it. She just, in fact, Mike is far better at taking it. I just feel so sorry for Edgar. <laughs> that analogy has just got to turn. To, ugh. Well, I did not expect that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a weird. That's a curveball in, in itself. <laughs> 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 but then she starts like you can see her face. It's like it's not like good natured ball busting or like well have a good time at home or like what nothing like that. It's one of like like anger. It's like rage that she's so mad that she finally made this decision and then he fucking said how he really feels or whatever. Which he I know he doesn't. But he should just shut his fucking mouth because yeah. he's not funny. <laughs> you know, like he's not funny either. It's well, like, it sounds like the Johnsons are trying. Like it, the, they get in a room and they got to fucking perform. It's like, they, yeah, it's, uh, it's like gladiator style. Whoever's left right? on top, it's like like. Cha, cha, cha. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you were coming home with me. <laughs> I hate that yellow room I have when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> very bad, very bad, very bad. I got an Amazon package that didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dueling John. Yeah, Pam will give you every possible detail that you never needed to know, including that the package went missing. <laughs> it just happened that they were did talking the about ever, stick facts. <laughs> did the package ever show up? Package eventually showed up, yeah. And then she went into detail about how it showed up and who brought it and all this other bullshit. How it was filled with yellow paint for the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was uh, – and then they wouldn't leave. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I don't know how – did you host uh, Thanksgiving, Walt? Yeah. Uh, they wouldn't They wouldn't leave. Like, I figure 9 o'clock. You started at 1. Mm-hmm. 9 o'clock nine is o'clock a – 9 o'clock is a – it's a strong, long eight hours. But then you fucking add in booze. So we don't for, have that. For, for everybody. Nobody drinks. Ex- except for me, I think. I Oh, you didn't drink any either? Oh, okay. So for the, me and Mary Beth didn't drink, but everybody else did, including Sage. She was, <laughs> she was wasted. <laughs> um, but it was what held them back was the booze and the hot tub. Nobody wanted to leave. Okay, they, well, they're, we, they're all hanging around, having a good time, drinking it up and fucking. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't have hot tubs or booze and at, at, at Flanagan Thanksgiving. You know, it's uh, it's a Bible and a you know, <laughs> talking and, of pilgrims and shit. And we, yeah. we, we thank the, our Lord for our turkey and our mashed potatoes, and we don't go into any hedonism in the hot tub. No, no. I hope, I hope that didn't happen at our house. Either. It was Darren and Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the hot tub? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I mean, well, there's some real Puritan families who be like, oh, the whole family was in the hot tub. Yeah, they'd be like that. That's, that's like you know, that would be like that'd be the talk, the buzz of some small towns. Yeah, you know, yeah. No, this was. Uh, I think the most people in at one time were three. It was just Eric, uh, Darren, Tracy, and Sage at one point. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a weird like the, like the way you get in. Is not conducive to old people step like Edgar's. There's no fucking way he's going in. He doesn't right. care. Pam probably would have if she wasn't so hobbled and shit, you know, crippled and such. And we had a conversation. Really, it actually made me think of you, Walt, because it was one of those things where I'm like, I can just imagine Walt being like, "You don't remember this? Like, what? What's wrong with you? Not that you would remember it, 
But I asked Edgar, I was like, why don't you get hearing aids? Like the guy can't hear. And in one ear, we may need to do a charity pod because he was like, in one ear, he was like, the only thing they said, they said the only thing that would work would be a cochlear implant. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do we do them for every other uh, Anybody little else kid? To hear? Well, why, don't we do, why don't we start doing them for 78-year-olds? Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear either, just so you know. All right. Frank Five, you'll get one. Yeah, right. You'll get one. Everybody gets like Oprah. Everybody gets an All implant. All around. Everybody gets an implant. Yeah. I'm like, why don't you get a hearing aid? He's like, well, the one where you know I need the implant, the other one. Uh, like he sort of like trailed off. He just doesn't want to do it. He's doesn't like, want to do it. And he, yeah, goes, like, I, he goes, I tried. And I go, what do you mean you tried? He goes, when, he goes, when you were young. He's been hard hard of hearing since you were a not child. Only, not only has he been hard of hearing since he was like in his early thirties, but he wore hearing aids for a while, and I have no recollection, absolutely zero. And back then in the seventies, they probably looked like Volkswagens. On <laughs> that's what he said. Ears. They were so big yeah. on both his ears. He, that's why he didn't like them. They were, they were so big. But I was like, it made me it made me think of you because it was one of those things where uh, you, where I feel like you would be amazed. Like you don't remember your father having hearing aids. Like what? The, like how? Because yeah, I remember yeah. such weird shit a lot, a lot of times. But like, there's a gap that I'm like, I have absolutely zero. I bet you wore them like once or twice, or probably took them off constantly. Yeah, that's what Darren was saying. Like he was like, oh, I wore them for years. I'm like, I don't. Do you ever remember seeing them in fucking hearing aids? Because I sure don't. <laughs> and it's it, like it, that's really it, it's kind it's surprising in one aspect because uh, at this point though you know he's it, it, I guess it's it's all about vanity he's just like I don't want to look like I need hearing aids mm-hmm. you know which is whenever somebody like, says he, something to me he, I know I sound like, like I need hearing but aids is he worried that Pam is going to look like he's going to look like like an older man and, and for, for Pam right yeah I, I don't think she's she constantly is like get him too like I just I just want to know like what's the upshot to not being able to hear <laughs> well, well well I can tell you when Pam certain did, holidays yeah he doesn't, maybe he doesn't need to hear about the Amazon package that went missing oh he's going to hear up. about it anyway he's going to hear about it it'll be muffled but he's going to hear about it <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was pretty much Thanksgiving. Mary Beth made extra work for me by t- taking the doorknob off the bathroom and putting it on. To, like she wanted to switch the doorknobs. This house has the shittiest doors and doorknobs. I think like they built the house and then they're like, oh, my God, we only have $3 left for <laughs> doors and doorknobs. Like that's the way it's going to be. So she tried to switch out the doorknob for, for the uh, the guest room and the bathroom because the bathroom doorknob didn't lock. And she's a whole big thing about locking bathrooms. Which I say, like, if a bathroom door is closed, that's as good as locked, pretty much, right? Yeah, most people don't walk right in without going, like, without knocking. Little first. knock, yeah. yeah. But she, yeah, sage in the house. Yeah, in the house. That's a little true. different too. Um, but I also make the argument that, uh, like, hey, you guys if, are fucking, your guys are like bathing together. So what, even, yeah. <laughs> like, what's wrong with seeing somebody poop? But I say, I say, yeah. Even if somebody does walk in on you, it's like all they're doing. Is coming in to do the exact same thing that you're doing, right? So why is everyone so embarrassed about all this? You know, well, I mean, it's if it's an I'm not saying like leave the door open, but, but you know, save me a little work and and whatever you do, like when you are switching the doorknobs or attempting to, don't lock the one doorknob in the fucking guest room where I can't get at it. So you've only had really though, you only had one non Johnson there. Uh, Everybody's that married. doesn't have Johnson blood. Everyone's married or. But just Darren's not married, right? Darren's not married. No, he's just dating. I just, so just girl. like I would, just, and he never misses a chance to remind her that he'll never Darren marry her. Call Darren and be like, "Hey, just tell to your girlfriend, 
just use the bathroom before she gets here because only Johnson's can use the bathroom. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter if I see it's you. It's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good idea, but I didn't, I didn't think of that. So yeah, that was uh, that was pretty much Thanksgiving. It wasn't so bad, but after the aftermath of all the fucking dishes and shit, oh my god! So you got to do all that, huh? Yeah, I don't have, I don't get roped into all that shit. No, no. Well, so far I haven't done any dishes, so I haven't gotten roped into it yet. So if I can just like hold out for like one or two more dishwasher loads, I'm probably going to be safe. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> almost. This was almost not a Frank Five episode. Frank Five. This was almost a uh, a Blue October episode. Blue October is a rock band that Mary Beth obsesses over. Oh, okay. And they were in town. And she contacted the guys, and uh, it looked for a minute like there was going to be uh, an interview situation. But then later on when we saw them, it turned out that like their tour bus was late or something, so they weren't able to come in. They said, next time, though. Oh, nice. So if you're a Blue October fan, that will be a celebrity interview in, this, in the distant future <laughs> at some point. Just another reason for people to dislike that I'm sitting here. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, that could have been Blue October. <laughs> Fuck, we had to hear him again. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so for her for our anniversary, I got her tickets to this Blue October concert uh, over at the Count Basie in Red Bank, and almost immediately, it, the, the tickets were not good enough. There was a meet and greet which I was not aware of, so she immediately went on the the it's called the uh, the sound check experience or something like that. The sound check experience, which the sound check was one song, which incidentally they played in their regular set anyway, so I didn't really consider that to be like an added bonus, but. Uh, so the way it works is you, you know, when you go to these uh, meet and greet, and I had never been to one before. I had never been like a part of like a, a fan meet and greet type situation, really? unless, you know, there were fans of mine. I don't want to say. <laughs> no, I mean, like, this is the first time I was on the other side of the meet and greet experience. Uh -huh. And uh, the way they did it was there's a Q&A, then they play their song, and then you take pictures. And it made me, as, as I'm sitting there, I'm realizing like fandom is all the same, like all the same stuff that people say to us, like, you know, you saved my life or like I went through a hard time or like any number of things that people say to us, you know, for the podcast, they're saying the exact same things. Really? To, yeah, I mean, right? Like exact. And I'm like, wow, it's, it's weird. It's like there's fandoms, but it's like ultimately they're just people. They're, they're all just people that have latched on to like for some reason this blue lyric, this blue October lyric spoke to them over, you know some racist homophobic joke that I made. So that's why they're a blue, <laughs> a blue October fan. I can't believe that. Your, your homophobic jokes are way more like, like, you know, they're heartwarming. Right. And they, they, <laughs> I would, they would make, they would make anybody feel better. No matter how upset or, or, or rotten things are, you know, no matter how many shootings at gay bars there are, <laughs> if, if I can throw out a, a nice solid gay joke, it makes the world a better place. <laughs> Yeah, tell one now, like you know, like give give, give everybody a, like a post Thanksgiving Mike and Ming joke that like uh, that, that you know to make everyone feel a little better because you know the holidays are stressful. It's like Thanksgiving people dread it, you know, because they go they don't want to go see their some people don't want to like chill out with their family for eight hours, right? So maybe they need and to. possibly walk in them on the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you, on you got Sunday. one for you got one to help lighten the mood for those who who didn't have a great Thanksgiving. It's going to come up during the show. Don't worry. Okay, it has to be organic. I'm like something's going to have to trigger something in my mind that'll be like they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the I thought the, them in the bathroom or oh if they came over for Thanksgiving yeah oh and they're in the hot tub together. <laughs> and I'm like, 
And I'm like, boys, I specifically required uh, bathing suits. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you again. <laughs> Ming, you're down. Did Ming drown or is, <laughs> is Mike just smiling for that for no reason? I got a million of them, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, so anyway, so yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so we're at the we're at the the people are asking the questions, but before they even ask the questions. Uh, there's like there's three three rows of people. Uh, the first three rows are, are what's you know the sound the the sound check experience. That's how many people signed up or whatever. And he looks down and he says, you know, I'm in the second row, but there's a you know there's a row ahead of us. And he says, uh, oh, nice beard, sir. Uh, and the guy in front of me, who has a beard, is like, oh, thanks, and starts like rubbing his beard, but it's like not. Really, a long beard. It's like short. It's like more. He, like, has, he doesn't know who's behind him. He doesn't know who's behind right. him. And the guy goes, and he wasn't even polite about it. I want to say no. he was like, he goes, not you. He's like him behind you. He's like, you're a handsome man. He goes, <laughs> I love your beard and blah blah blah. The second time I, I've been called out on stage, can you remember the first time at the Stone Pony? So the, is this Blue October, or do, with like Mike and Ming be big fans of them, or? or? No, so they're giving you a compliment. So no, they're, looking, you they're more so. worried about what you look like than at any groupies or anything. Well, like, the groupies look like I. I said it seemed to be like when I looked around the theater. You know, when they were actually playing the show, I. I feel like it's mostly. It appeared to me anyway to mostly be lesbians <laughs> and women and women in their like fifties and into their sixties. Like this is. I. I turned to her at one point and I was like, I really hope these guys aren't in it for the chicks because <laughs> because they're all like in their early 40s these dudes and mm -hmm. it's just like but their fan base well they've been like, around since they're probably they're doing it since their 20s yes uh, so they, yeah they they and, did that done that it's over yeah and I, I think Mary Beth said that like the, the fan base is known as like emo parents like they were the parents do they, does the fan base have a nickname like Swifties and I don't know do they the blue family yeah. mm -hmm. the blue mm -hmm. balls <laughs> who came up with that was that Blue family, blue, yeah, blue chew, yeah, the blue family. No, um, yeah, I heard like the guy's daughter's name is Blue. Like they're very centered around. He's always singing about being blue. You know, he's like singing about being depressed. Although recently, this is the question I wanted to ask him, but I'm like, I don't know, maybe it'll throw him because I actually did have a good question. I thought which was like because now he found God and he's all positive and he's not on drugs anymore because he was like a meth addict for a while and he lost his kid and he's got a whole story. Um. Now that you're positive, do you feel like you've lost your edge in terms of songwriting? Because like the latest album wasn't like the most well received. I don't think. What is all? Is that also you got to factor in? Is it like do they cross over the threshold of like most bands who nobody cares about their new material? It's like well, he acknowledged that he acknowledged that during the um, during the Q and A where he said like he can't stand he can't stand bands that only want to play their new stuff. He's like, people are there because they're fans of, of shit love of like your library. Mm -hmm. And you know, which songs people like, you know, which songs people want to hear, you know, which ones they're like, eh. So he's like, you know, you play a couple of your older ones, you shoehorn in a new one, play some older ones, shoehorn in a new one. And that fucking formula worked to the tune of two fucking hours. <laughs> Holy shit. The show starts at eight, right? And there's this other band on called the, um, the beatnik bandits, which I'm just like, I'm not going to like these guys. You know, like that's the way I go into every concert. Where I'm like, I don't want to see the opening it bands. 
no, no. Armored Saint was the same way with Walt. We were both like, ah, yeah, you know, we, we had no interest. We in would have been okay band. missing the opening band. Um, but uh, I ultimately I was like, ah, oh, they're not that bad. They're like, they were okay. I didn't mind listening to them for like a little while. But then I think they went on for like forty five minutes. Then it was like a forty five minute breakdown setup, blah blah blah, all that shit, and that took us to like probably like nine o'clock. Like maybe like it took us to about nine o'clock. They played for two straight hours, dude, and it yeah, felt like no, we had their money's worth. I think I stood up for two songs, otherwise, and there was this big fat lady dancing next to me. And by next <laughs> Not to me, me. No, 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 yeah, it wasn't Mary Beth who's a fat lady. I'm talking about it was um, it was some other lady who just would not stop like dancing into me, and like then she starts leaning on me. And she, I'm telling you, she was not a small woman. She was been leaning, knocked over. She was leaning on me. Yeah. And I got to the point where I'm like, I'm just going to go wait in the fucking lobby. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I had to stand up. I had to stand up so she wouldn't like literally just like sit oh, down that, on so me. So that's why you stood up? That's the only reason I stood up. Yeah. Oh, because okay. she was, she was knocking into me. And uh, Mary Beth is, like I said, she's real into this band. So she's dancing and going crazy and singing and crying. At one point, there's, he's like, because he'll do these breakdowns where he talks about shit. He'll be like, yeah, so this was this one time that this happened and blah, blah, blah. And he'll tell some heartstring story. And, like, I look at her to be like, isn't this gay? And <laughs> she's crying. <laughs> so, yeah, she didn't she didn't agree with that. Um, so while she's but dancing a lot of and people, stuff, you don't get up and dance or any of that. You no, just stay seated. No, and I'm not. I'm not like woof, like with my arms crossed. It's <laughs> yeah. just like the music just doesn't like. There's a couple songs that I actually like, but it doesn't. It doesn't speak to me, and it certainly doesn't speak to me in the way that like it speaks to her. Mm -hmm. You know, she's been in Tump since what? You were like twelve or something like that. You, you were pretty young, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like her. Her family band, like her dad's into it, her mom's into it, her brother's into it. At the, at the at the at the wedding, remember when she danced with her dad to a fucking eight minute song? It was it was Blue October. But I did thank the dude. I, I said, uh, and, and I said, whatever you do, never stop touring because he's made it so. Like any time there's an anniversary or a birthday or Christmas, mm. if they're around, that's so easy just to get those tickets and know no, it's going to be a huge hit. <laughs> when I went to see Chicago, they actually apologized for playing new material. Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> they actually, like, I know, like, like we're going to play something off our new album. It's coming out. It's like a Christmas album. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's the middle of summer and they're going to play uh, a song about Christmas. So, but they, and they actually apologized to the crowd because I, I guess they felt the, the the energy in the crowd kind of just like like a, like air out of a balloon a little bit. Was that the? Band? And I can't imagine the energy at a Chicago show is that <laughs> yeah, high to begin exactly. with. Exactly. Was that the band that played the video in the background that looked like it was? Um, yeah. Like yeah, clip got, art and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like they got stock <laughs> uh, photography, you know, on Corbis, and like they like they're singing about a lighthouse. So you just get a you see like, a picture of a lighthouse. So they didn't apologize for that. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, whoever whoever designed their stage show yeah should be should be put put to rest uh, and you know find a new find a new guy to design your stage show because it was brutal yeah but so she's uh like i said so she's dancing and she's singing and she's crying and she's she's going nuts <laughs> and at the end of the show or i'm sorry during the um during the q a he mentioned that the band would be signing after the show now this is a fucking 1200 seat theater Frank Five, and you know the way people are fans are. They they line up. Yep. 
And so she looks at me and I'm like, oh my God. Like we already got a fucking signed poster by everybody. She's going to want to do this. Jesus. Yeah. Didn't you get it signed at the meet and greet? Yeah. It was already signed. There was a pre-signed oh, poster. Pre-signed. At the meet you, didn't and greet. you didn't see anybody sign didn't it. Didn't see it. Yeah. Evidently that matters. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, I could tell she wanted to do it. But by the end of the concert, she was all hot. She's like, I feel sick. Like I feel, I feel really hot and I feel sick. And we like, we, and we were like, we got thrown out of the theater because she was resting in one of the chairs and some old lady was like, you guys, you guys got to go. She was wearing boots and dancing for hours on end. Did you know you were going to dance? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Why wear your heels then? It was a date night and I thought I could do it. I did it. I did wear them all the way home. Yeah, she did wear them all the way home. But uh, I, I would be lying. I know she's sitting here right now, but I'm going to be honest because that's the way we do it on Tell Them Steve Dave. There was a huge part of me that hoped that she just felt sick enough <laughs> that she'd be like, I'm not going to line up for fucking – what would have been three hours? I mean it looked like every motherfucker in that theater got in line afterwards to like – and I'm like if he's anything like Kevin and he does seem to be like Kevin in terms of like so there's he's only so one good guy? with people. No, so, but he's like the dude. So there's one guy, but one guy gets gets most of the attention now? Yes. He's the uh, he's the songwriter. He's the singer. He gets – this is the guy who gets the second amount of attention – second most attention is a violin player. Like really? Yeah. Like there's a violin – like a full-time violin player in the band. I can only name one other violin player, Charlie Daniels. Uh, Kansas, too. They play some, you, some yeah, violin in Kansas. Yeah, but you can't Kansas, name that dude's name. No, oh, no, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, I can name, yeah. I remember seeing violin players during, you know, th- you know during, you know, videos and everything, but yeah. you, nobody can name those people. Charlie Daniels, yeah, the yeah, only The, the only, only guy one. I know that played. Well, that was a fiddle. Is that the same thing? Yeah. I don't know. Is fiddle that fiddle and violin or same? Uh, uh, so turned out she felt a little bit too ill and wanted to just go outside perfect yeah it was um it worked out i was i was i have to admit i was blue octobered out by that point we had been doing it since five it was now 11 yeah it was now 11 o'clock so i I had been blue octobering for six hours it was almost the equivalent of thanksgiving (laughs) yeah yeah pretty much pretty much then i started bitching about the color of my room when i was young (laughs) (laughs) Frank Five, let me ask you a question that I'm sure you know the answer to. Who doesn't love getting new undies undies for the holidays? Um, everybody loves getting new underwear for the holidays. You're right. All right. The undies is your go-to spot for snuggly soft undies and more that all your loved ones will adore. Get merry and matching sets perfect for binge watching or holiday your way through however you like with new limited edition prints. And the holiday spirit just got real, son. Well, Try MeUndies and get 20% off your first purchase plus free standard shipping and free returns when you go to MeUndies.com slash T-E-S-D. What are you saying, Walt? I was going to say, MeUndies changed the way the nation feels about receiving underwear for the holidays because, you know, growing up, nobody wanted underwear. Yeah, we're like know, socks. Right. But, I mean, MeUndies literally, you know, turned that around and now, you know, kids – you know, they'll get a PlayStation. They'll just be like, fuck this. Where's the underwear? <laughs> yeah, where's the MeUndies, yeah. right? <laughs> I ordered booty shorts. <laughs> I, ordered a, I ordered a MeUndie onesies. I don't want this other shit. I don't want an Oculus. No. All those things are nice. They're not like – you can only enjoy those things for so many hours per day. MeUndies? You could have them on for so long and you're going to be like, God damn, this is the best gift I ever got or the wisest decision I ever made to buy these things. We're, ne- we're never going to run out. 
I sweat. Your sweater? Do you consider yourself a, on a scale of one to ten uh, a sweater? Or? He's got to be. Remember when he was playing ping pong and he was stinking up the whole joint? Uh, I wasn't stinking we don't, up we don't know. <laughs> we don't know who the culprit was for that. <laughs> you don't sweat, so I know it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> Too in here. Um, I first of all, I want to blame the air conditioning situation. Well, we don't have sweating. air conditioning, so you can't blame <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but I would say, I mean, I sweat. I don't. Think a, on a one to ten. On one to ten, I sweat like a normal person, which is five. Okay. Six. You put on this micro modal. I would love to try me on it. It soaks it up and it, and it also has odor free fabric. Really? Like, yeah. So like you'll become a two in your underwear region. I could use that because this morning at the yeah, hotel. Well, like, like the rest of the area, <laughs> the rest of the area is still going to remain a five, but All those right. nether regions down there will twos? become a twos. All right. I'll do that. Yeah, because yeah, Mary. What was, was happening? This, what happened today with the? No, we were at the hotel and Mary was putting my underwear away, and she was like, "It smells." She gagged. She was <laughs> yeah. smells. She said, what, "Actually, what she said was, this smells like coolie.'" Did you play ping pong? No, I didn't. Did. It smells like coolie. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Was, were they clean? No, I'd worn them all day. Well, of course. What, what, like what's it, your expectation? You have, and why are you smelling them? I know. I don't have the micro the microfiber. That's what you I don't mean. have the MeUndies. That's no, why they I, wouldn't have smelled. She would have been like, "Did you wear these yet, Frank?" And she would have been she like, "She would have had them halfway up her nostrils, <laughs> trying to get a trying to find a whiff, uh, some sort of proof that you had them on right. your body." She would have gagged because she stuffed them in her mouth, not because they smelled so bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will definitely try them then, and we'll give it the smell test later. Yeah. Yeah. You you want to try it because they're they're awesome. They really are. A lot of people I see it all the time on Twitter. People will be like, I tried me on these and they're the fucking bomb. The bomb diggity sometimes they even say. Uh, spend less time gifting and more time living with the new MeUndies holiday collection from Undies and Brawlets to PJ sets. MeUndies has something for every name on your list. Shop classic plaids for dads, holiday sweater prints for fun friends, and the softest loungewear ever for the cuddly ones in your life. Available in sizes extra small through 4X, MeUndies has everything you need to make your favorite people smile this holiday season. All in one convenient place and maybe a little something for yourself too. This year, holiday your way with MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order, free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash T-E-S-D. That's MeUndies.com slash T-E-S-D. Now, how's that for a goddamn spot, woman? Thank you. There you go. <laughs> uh, Alex sent me this article, Walt. I'm curious to see what you think. There's um, an F. You know, you're, you had uh, girls that – Went to school. They went to Catholic school for some of the time, but then they went to public school. Now, parents slam school's sick Satan club for children as young as five. California <laughs> elementary school is facing backlash from parents after promoting an after-school Satan club aimed at kids as young as five years that old. That is a tad young. Think five is too young? Yeah. Even I would be outraged. Like literally though, if I saw a Satanic club. And my girls were five. Yeah, there would be, you know, not to be cute, but there'd be hell to pay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not that doesn't belong in anywhere near a five year old. Uh, it's not to be confused with the Church of Satan. It's the Satanic Temple. I know that they had like they uh, they went through a lawsuit with the Baphomet statue and all that crap for a little while. Uh, the Satanic Temple does not advocate for religion in schools. However, once religion invades schools. As the good news clubs have, I guess those are like the uh, Christian ones, the satanic temple will fight to ensure that plurality and true religious liberty are respected. 
Oh, okay. So this is the group that goes in. They really don't even believe in Satan. They're just like, okay, if we're gonna if you're gonna promote other religions, then they're just trying to make a point. They're just trying to like be like, okay, you yes. have you have this club, this club, this club, and we don't believe you should have any any club. But if you're going to, okay, now we're gonna put we're gonna hold your feet to the fire. And again, not trying to be cute, um, <laughs> but it's coming across as very cute. Yeah, you're doing a great job. So. <laughs> but uh, that they're going to they're going to point out the hypocrisy of your decisions to promote religion in a public school. Yeah, how and great is this? Is that though? Check that's it. the club logo. That's the club logo. I'll put it on Twitter. Uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I got what makes you think like that? if you're a kid in school and you're part of the after school satanic club, yeah, it kind of looks reminds me of that, uh, that Tilly Tilly, yeah, yeah. it does look like Tilly, you're right, yeah. And what does the club offer? I mean, how many and how many kids are in the club? That's what I would love to know. Who a parent is like, yeah, you can join, yeah. they only take 666 kids, yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that was that felt like trying. I <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't cute. <laughs> Uh, that was a that was a get him level of uh, <laughs> effort. Are you trying to hurt me? Is that what it is? The after school Satan club organizers feel that the criticism is misplaced as the group does not actually promote Satanism, but rather encourages critical thinking and rationalism. Now that's good, right? We need again, more of that in this world. Again, yeah, this doesn't feel as um, sinful as one would believe. Probably it was like one of these headlines that makes everybody click on it. Right. And but at the end of the day it's probably has nothing to do with like what the real cool shit that's you know that Satanism offers. Right, cuz if you read like the Satanic Bible, like there's a lot of stuff that you're like I agree with this. You know, like versus traditional Christian religion which is all about like punishing and and denying yourself shit. And discipline. You know? And discipline. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes, discipline. But I don't think that, uh, that Satanists are necessarily undisciplined either. It says here, Paul Hicks, a critical thinking professor who will be running the club, seconded that sentiment. I'm not teaching these kids to be satanic. I'm not teaching them that they need to hell Satan or identify as Satanists. What we're doing is we're teaching critical thinking. We're teaching science. We're teaching empathy. And we're teaching benevolence. There's currently a good news club there, which is teaching kids to go save souls for Jesus. We want to give it an alternative point of view. But the bottom line is you won't change the name of the club, though, because you know what you're doing. Right. You're yeah, they didn't intent- call it the Bible Club or yeah. the, the, the Jesus Following Club. They're doing or- it just to stick a finger in someone's <laughs> eye to annoy them and to get them, you know, well, critically thinking. Right. If they made it the Critical Thinking Club, then they probably wouldn't have gotten any headlines or anything. Exactly. Yeah. And Nobody be doing interviews. No. Parents need to give permission before their kids can attend the meetings per a flyer by the Satanic Temple. Nobody has to engage with it who doesn't want to, and children are going to need permission slips to sign by their parents to have any involvement at all. So, like, at what age could your girls come to you and be like, hey, Dad, we want to join the Satanic Club. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> sign this permission even, slip. Even – at an advanced age, I'd be like, I don't know if this is a good idea. I go, like, you fucking poser. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the t-shirts? <laughs> I go, look, look who you're talking to. It's it's dad. You know how much he loves Satan. Yeah. All his heavy metal music. I go, but even I think though that this is just a this is a scam. This is a this is just a an exercise that you know for these people to again you know kind of like annoy. 
the other church or the more religious groups that are meeting after school. Right. They know it's going to cause a stir. Right. Mm. Yeah. Don't be used by, by any of them, mm. the Catholic one, the Jewish one, or the satanic one. They're all in it for the same thing. Yeah. They're all trying to get your money and your soul. That's exactly. what they want. How is it that they- More your money. How is it that- Mostly your money. Yeah, you're but right. But the religious club, how could that be in a public school? Uh, probably that they call it the good news club and I guess they they just skirt the uh, – because, you, well, I mean, in school today, can't you do anything? You can have any kind of club. You can have like – well, not any kind of club, but you can have like – you know, I, I saw that uh, just recently. I think it was in Pennsylvania, Gettysburg College. They had uh, hung up some flyers. They're like, are you tired of white cis males? Then come to our meeting and fucking bitch and moan about them. Really? And somebody uh, – I, I think that they had to walk it back a little bit. I, th I think it was a little bit too forward in terms of like hating on white guys. You know, a club dedicated to the dedicated to just hating a certain group of people and complaining about them. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I can see that that we're rubbing people the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Gettysburg Club get closed down. Any kind of clubs like that where you where you work? Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I was in charge of one club and it like folded. Um, so I don't even know if we have. Do we have any clubs like that at school? Any anti-white guy clubs? No. Or any clubs in general? I mean, we have a gaming club, I know. Wasn't there a ping pong club you wanted to join? No, you kept saying to to have me join. To start it, one? To create it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, come on, you could do it, even though I'm the only one person. <laughs> no, we didn't have a ping pong club. We were even looking it up uh, online. Oh, we, so we have a gaming club and we have uh, psychology, but nothing like crazy, right? There's a religious club. Yeah. They said, I'm just so, repeating it because there's no possible way anybody can hear you. <laughs> there, there's a, but there's not any crazy religious clubs, you said? Well, I don't, I don't know. I said there's no crazy clubs. Don't club they go hand in hand? Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> like I said, the one club I was in charge of folded, so I, they keep me away from I was, the I was like, now. which which one's the crazy one? <laughs> <laughs> They're overseen by the college is what Miss Five is saying. She knows a lot more of what's going on at the college than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we – you can't oh, no, we, I, I can't even mention it. It was uh, an episode I just cut of uh, "It's All About Frank," and one of the one of the things that made me laugh so hard was, I mean, it's coming out soon, but uh, top five reasons or top five ways you try to look busy at work. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I, I was about to reference one of them, but no one's heard it yet, though. <laughs> so Thanksgiving's over. Set your sights on Christmas, right? Yeah. And is there any better way to do that, Walt, than to go to tellemstevedave.com and pick up some of that Black Friday merchandise that's yeah. still around? Black Friday merchandise is selling steadily, and uh, who knows if it will all be in stock by the time this drops, but go check it out. There's a, a Pod Pal figure, there's a hoodie, and there's a new shirt. And there's some other older um, uh, merchandise on there. The four-color demon hats are back in stock. For, yeah. yeah. And... You know, some of the old um, listener favorites, shirts, the four-color demons, the three heads. But Christmas, Frank, what do you, what's, a, what's the number one thing in your Christmas list this year? You got anything, one item that you told a message, you're like, get me this. No. Say, say me undies. Yeah. Yeah. I love a pair of me undies. It's, that's a gift that keeps on giving. because after I, wear, stuffer. after I wear it, she could smell it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's funny. We, we, we say this all the time. Like, we've gotten so bad 
with our relationship. Let me just build it out. Let me just put it out there. Put it out there, Frank. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> but um, it'll make Miss like, Five feel worse, but it'll make yeah, you feel better. No, but it's like we don't buy any each other anything. It's like we do it during the year, and then when the holidays come, we, you know, I'll, I'll ask her. I'll say, you don't want me to get anything for you, do you? And she always says no. So does she I, mean I, no? Do you really mean no? You do? Yeah. Yeah, there's really nothing. Um, usually people get So there's me. nothing under the tree. Miss Five gets up we Christmas don't even morning. We have a tree. Yeah, we decorate a plant. We don't have a tree. Decorate a plant, huh? Yeah. Jeez. We got a big fern that we decorate. This is- uh, Oh, is it? Oh. This is totally foreign to you. Like, you're a big Christmas guy. You love Christmas, right? Yeah, but it's not for everyone. I mean, well, no, not... I love it. Don't get me wrong. I well, love it. That doesn't Christmas. sound like you love no, it. I mean, no, not at all. You can't be bothered to go buy a present for your wife. I would, I would love, I, I she told me something that she wanted. But I that's would the buy thing, it. though. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to listen. All right. So I should you just, just go be like, you know, I'm going to get something. Go Christmas shopping and buy her something that I think she would like. Get, get your ass to the Syracuse Mall. <laughs> make sure, make sure you bring your gun. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would love. Is there something that you would want? Again, though, you're asking. Well, because I want to. I don't know. I want to. I want to do something special. Do you want to go somewhere yourself? <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> He continues to talk to somebody who's not on mic. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's, let's hash this out now. <laughs> I will do that. This, you know what? I'm going to make a promise. This year, I will buy her a Christmas gift without you, her knowing. What that I'm is a get. good idea, though. Like, you guys like to travel. Like, you, you plan a little trip for her. Yeah. We and, do and then you surprise her. You're like, hey, you're not going to work tomorrow. Right. We're going to wherever. We're going to Key West, where we love. How nice would that be? Or we're be? going to uh, – where was the other place you went? Fucking Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> going to Nova Scotia. We're coming to Hazlitt. In the middle of winter. <laughs> I am I'm really close. I don't know how much it costs though. That's the thing. I don't even want to look at the price tag. But there's a commercial for this football game where you put the, you put the visor on. But I didn't see any graphics. It's like this kid laying in bed. He's like, I want to be the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I want to lead you know, them to the Super Bowl. And then, it, so it's like this virtual reality football game, and I really feel like I'm this close to putting it on my. That's the only thing I'm going to get, though. But I want to put that on my Christmas list. But I'm terrified, though, that I'll play it once and then I won't be able to play it anymore because it'll get me nauseous. <laughs> You'll have to fake it. Like, just walk around with uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> because I tried one of those once, and uh, I felt like my stomach was all like out of whack after playing it for a while. Do they sell it at a regular store? Or is it just online? We can go test it out. Uh, I, I imagine it's at like the Babbage's and the GameStop. And you should go test it out. Where old, is there a Babbage's? Do they still? Is that still around Babbage's? <laughs> <laughs> a decade are we in? <laughs> <laughs> well, any of the video game stores, you know, the That's I'm sure it's at Kohl's or, or – uh, Bradley's or two guys. Right, Bradley's is close too. <laughs> you know what we'll do? Later on, we'll go to we'll go to Bradley's and we'll swing by Montgomery Ward too, just to see if they have it. Yeah. And then real quick, I got I got to hop and stop in the five and dime. Warts. Yeah. <laughs> go to Caldor. I'm sure they got it. There's there's so many interesting like I don't know if you would want to sit through the whole thing, well, but like there's so, on YouTube, there's so many interesting like. Dead malls of America, dead stores of America. And it's like, you know, you watch it and you, you try to like see how much of it you can, how many of them you can remember, you know, cause not everything was in this area. So right. you don't necessarily remember everything, but, uh, like I did it with uh, my buddy E-Rock on the other show. I do with him. Uh, would you kindly, we went through a bunch of like old restaurants and it's fucking crazy. Oh, that how used many to restaurants, be around? Yeah. That are now oh, defunct. Yeah. I mean, it is nuts how many places go under and how, how quickly and then. 
for whatever reason, others, you know, just are able to thrive. Like why does Chili's do so well, well and fucking Ruby Tuesday does not? You know, like what's be, the difference? Because it's all a numbers game. And you know what? Chili's will have their fucking day of their judgment. Reckoning is coming. <laughs> <laughs> they will. It's just inevitable. Yeah. There's only there's only a certain amount of years that these places have a shelf life for. All of them. It's maybe in McDonald's. Right. I think Burger King may be fucking, you know, you better get to Burger King before they shut her to the place. Because every time I've been to a Burger King, there's like one fucking worker (laughs) and there's nobody in the drive through and there's nobody in the restaurant. And it's like, how does this place stay open? They just closed one down nearby us, changed it to a Starbucks. But I think McDonald's is probably going to be the one that defies the odds and just isn't, well, you know, they will remain through the... Till the end of Earth, there'll be a McDonald's. Until well, that last day that it's that everything ends, right? Yeah, McDonald's will still be here. What about something like Subway? Who technically, no. I think, they have more franchisees than uh, McDonald's does. Now all it takes is one fucking one more Jared scandal. One more Jared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think McDonald's is is um, scandal proof, though. Get out! Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I think they're bulletproof. Like Ray, they could find out that Ray Kroc had been fucking. <laughs> Jerking off in the milkshakes. Yeah, jerking off in milkshakes. Well, yeah, because strangling was, chickens one by one. Because it was in the fifties, you know. No, yeah, nobody yeah, alive true. now is like, you know, like, oh my god, I had a milkshake <laughs> that Ray Crockett made. It's like, Pam, you cheated on me. I remember we went off the milkshakes after the flower show. I knew they weren't my kids. <laughs> oh, were the heirs to McDonald's? I'd be okay with that. <laughs> What's one that uh, has disappeared that you you could bring one back from the dead? One restaurant. Wow. I one it's chain. sad because there was one restaurant in my mind, but I wouldn't want to bring that back just for the sake of um for to be funny. Um but uh I got I'll, mine. You the Go one on, that you would I'll, want to bring I'll back. I'll reveal it after you. I'm gonna say oh shit. You're the reanimator. I don't know. Howard Johnson's? I like Howard Johnson's. What a fucking lame I, I knew whatever pick. I was doing. I love, right, that's awful. How about Sambo's? You that want is, Sambo's? No, well, we got to cut that now. Know, come <laughs> on. You should have stuck with your love of clam strips. <laughs> Howard Johnson's? What What did you eat there? I had, I had hamburgers. I had french fries. In fact, we went what, to the what, last... But where all those things you can get today better than what Hojo is okay, You asked me which one I would bring. You put me on the spot. I'm trying to think of a defunct restaurant. <laughs> which one I would bring back. I know no matter Hojo's. what I say isn't going to be correct. What? Hojo's. Hojo. All right. Well, I'll think of another one while you're counting me yours. <laughs> I got that's more to your liking. The Sizzler. I never been to a Sizzler. Never been to a Sizzler. We didn't have them where we were. Oh, so that's good. a solid call. Yeah, yeah you're not going to top it. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> not with Hojo. <laughs> what about Bennigan's? We didn't have that. What, Be- where the fuck did you live in fucking? <laughs> you know where I it, It's There's nothing there. Beefsteak Charlie's? We didn't have that. I would love what to What the it. fuck? What were the restaurants <laughs> when you were growing up there? Then? Well, we had a place called the Village Inn. Oh, say so not a franchise. The Village Inn was a franchise. Wasn't a Village Inn a franchise? We're, we're talking like nationally franchised. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bonanza. We had a Bonanza. Bonanza. Ponderosa. Ponderosa's yes. a good choice. That's it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's number two. Just, that's my choice. See how fast he stole Miss Five. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, Ponder- Ponderosa is a solid choice. We actually, three years ago, was it? We went to a mall uh, way, way up north, and I was so excited because next to this mall, we got lost, and we found a Ponderosa that was still there. We went, we ate the Ponderosa. How excited were you when I you saw it? I was so excited because it, it was, was like, just, oh, it was just <laughs> like back in the day, the red yeah. brick and the people... 
we went back there the following week. It was closed. <laughs> <laughs> About the year that Trump got elected, I was in Florida at Disney World with my family. And there was a Ponderosa right off International Drive. Like it wasn't on International Drive, but we found one and it was awesome. So when I went back to Florida with Gidham, I was like, the, before we leave Florida, I was like, we got to go to Ponderosa because he had never been to one before. And I was like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like a Shangri-La. It's like a food. It's like <laughs> you will be, your taste buds will be, you know, will be, you know, stroked with the finest meats and the mashed potatoes <laughs> flow like fucking honey. You know, it's just like, and we look, and I was like, I go, and we, we didn't put it in GPS. So I was like, I just kind of did it off memory from 2016. Because <laughs> it's easier than we, just typing yeah, something. We drove around forever <laughs> looking for it and we never found it. Oh, really? <laughs> we Googled it and, I, and apparently I guess it had closed. We couldn't find any evidence that I that I had ever been to one. It didn't seem like there were like, – like, <laughs> So this could have just been in your imagination. No, I know we went to one. I know because nobody at the, nobody in my family was, was like as excited as I was and couldn't wait to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be going down to uh, – next week I will be in Orlando. Oh, yeah. yeah over the, over the birthday. See if you find Ponderosa. The Bonanza or Ponderosa? Ponderosa. Ponderosa. Okay, I'll yeah. check it out. I'll see if I can uh, – because we'll, we'll have time because we're not going to any theme parks or anything so, and with the exception of possibly SeaWorld. Now, what bro, what makes you go to Florida then if, you, if it's not for that? Is it just warmer weather? It's warmer weather. But you have a hot tub. And Sage can swim in pools like in, in the pool and stuff. The hot tub isn't – that's a big hot tub. It's Yeah, it's big but it's not that big. I mean she can't do – I mean she – Can't it, do a cannibal? She can't do a cannibal in there. Yeah, I'm like dive, Sage, dive. Not dive. <laughs> but like a little mini cannibal? She could do a mini cannibal, but she's pretty big, man. You've seen her I lately, right? Do a cannibal in that fucking that hot tub. I want me. you to. I will put it on Instagram. <laughs> I want you to come over and do a cannibal into the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we're gonna spend time like around the pool. If the hotel's a hot tub, I'm not sure. Maybe doing some mini golfing. Now I got Ponderosa to look for. Yeah, you know, yeah. just some like. So if anybody go on Twitter, uh, tell them stevedave.com. If you have anything to do in Orlando that's not a theme park that you think is interesting, even if it's like a little roadside zoo or something like that, like just little shit, little things, you know. You got to get out into the the uh, like out of Orlando then and do those like side, those roadside attractions. And, yeah, yeah. And getting yeah, out you're of probably right about that. The getting out of Orlando farms and shit. because yeah, they don't because Disney doesn't allow any of that shit anymore. No. No, they don't. He's like, they're going to let some mom, pa fucking roadside attraction take one fucking cent away from Disney. <laughs> I would like to think they wouldn't have control over that, but that's just me being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, <them>, Steve Dave. <laughs>